Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 105 at Edmonton, hour number two, Oilers Now on a game night here at Rogers Place in Ice District, the Edmonton Oilers and the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Oilers have dropped six straight after a 16-5 start. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex, Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. And normally in this slot, Kevin Winks from the NHL Network and ESPN brought to you by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. Uh, Kevin is currently in transit to SoCal. Pinch hitting today for him will be Cam Moon for Brent Ridgeford. We'll hook up with Cam in about 49 seconds time, but not before. We bring you the orders now. Injury report for... James H. Brown, injury lawyers, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitments, unrivaled results. It's as simple. James H. Brown, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang of James H. Brown, they're the best. That's all there is to it. All right, for the Edmonton Oilers, placed in COVID protocol today, Devin Shore. So Ryan McLeod and Devin Shore not available, both in COVID protocol along with Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. We'll tell you that Mike Smith remains out with a lower body issue, but closing in on a potential return. Zach Hyman hopefully will only be out a week to 10 days with an upper body challenge. Uh, Slater Cuckoo is closing in on a return uh, on defense. Could happen as early as maybe, who knows, maybe even Saturday or possibly Monday. Uh, Chris Russell remains out with an upper body challenge. Uh, Dylan Holloway is back skating after having wrist surgery, weighs away still from playing down on the minors. Archibald and Stalock out with myocarditis. Uh, Stalock, Ken Holland saying way back when, uh, likely not to play this year. Archibald, TBA. Clefbaum, Oscar Clefbaum with the offseason shoulder surgery, and uh, he too uh, not to play this year. Uh, line A is out for Columbus. Brendan, what else do you got in terms of around the league on the Oilers Now injury report? Well, uh, again, I just, just too many guys on COVID protocol to list. Everybody from Matt Barzell to Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron out in Boston. Uh, name somebody who isn't on positive on Calgary. So it's it's pretty darn bad across the league right now. Montreal is getting a mixed bag of guys back. I think Josh Anderson is out another eight weeks following wow. his upper body injury. But they do get Brendan Gallagher back from, uh, from the COVID list. There you have it. All right. Uh, let's bring aboard. Cam Moon for our friends at Brentbridge Ford as we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Hello, Mooner. How you doing? He just hung up the phone on us. It's almost like he timed it on purpose. One sec here. <laughs> oh, well, that's, I was probably rambling too long. I will tell you that you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. And again, uh, Japanese Village, open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserve now at jvedmonton.ca. Do we now have yeah, Cam? Yeah, we're good Moon? now. We got Cam. How are you doing, Mooner? Doing very well. Looking forward to the game tonight. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, you're Why not? Pin- you're, you're, you're pinch hitting for Kevin Weeks. You guys, both, yes. you guys both played goal and you both work as broadcasters in the NHL. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, connecting the dots but there there's a long line in between those dots how about that hey you made it to the western hockey league you played in the <laughs> ohl i mean that's impressive yeah, okay 
It's good to watch. Still a long line. Still a long line. Uh, Six straight losses. Uh, The five-game homestand, for me in particular, because I look at the game in Seattle, and you know what? 4-3 game bounce here. Stuart Skinner got the start that night. Wasn't necessarily locked in. The Oilers were a little sleepy early. But the five games at home, they've been outscored 20-6. The shots for and against are about the same. The problem is the Oilers are shooting 3.75% and uh, the same percentage between Skinner and Koskinen's 87.6%. Power plays at 12.5% on this homestand, and the PK is only at 53.3%. It is what it is. We're, 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 we're at, was this inevitable based on the 16-5 and five start camp? Well, I, I think so. I And the reason I say that is, is the power play was going at an you know, incredible rate that it, if had they been able to sustain that for the entire season, would have blown the doors off of any power play records ever made. So let's say that that was not likely sustainable. And and five on five was maybe a little below average. So at some point, it's it's going to write itself once the sample size gets big enough. And there's some games early that you won that maybe you shouldn't have. There was a few, quite honestly, that Miko Koskinen won by himself. Like there were some games where he was it was lights out, and maybe the team didn't play well enough. And there's been some games now in the more recent history where you go, well, you know, they probably did play well enough to win, but for whatever reason, didn't because they didn't pull the trigger when they had the chance to score, or maybe a goal went in that probably shouldn't have. Because I, I look at the the Minnesota game and the Boston game. And for a good portion of the Toronto game, where the Oilers were the better team, yet weren't getting the results. And then once you're down, and we've talked about the first goal, but let's talk about the first two goals, that that's been the case here on the homestand, where you're down by a couple. Uh, you know, In the case of the Toronto game, you wanted to score early just to take the crowd out of it, because there was a lot of Leafs fans there. Uh, so, yeah, it's. And I thought Glenn Gullitson had a, a great a great clip uh, yesterday after practice just saying that, hey, um, he's seeing a lot of good things as far as the way the team is working. The, the results haven't come yet, but it, it's pointing in the right direction plus the, the belief within the room that uh, this is a team that can turn this around. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Look, goaltending. Um Miko Koskinen is is a serviceable NHL 1B goaltender for me. He's a guy that can start three out of five games or two out of five games and give you some decent starts, but when the workload comes too much, I think it gets to him. He's dropped, uh, save percentage-wise, over... Uh, well, since the Seattle game, so he got in against the LA Kings. He was at 9.14. He's down to 9.02. So he's seen his save percentage drop here precipitously. You think it's just fatigue with him? What do you think's going on there? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, and not, I, I don't, I doubt it's um, physical fatigue. Although I'd have to ask him personally. I, I think in his case, it's probably mental fatigue. Uh, when you're playing the position of goal. Uh, from the second the puck drops till the the final buzzer, you're completely locked in with everything that happens. There's there's no break, and because of that, it can become taxing. And once your mind starts to wander, if you're not completely dialed in, that's when pucks start to go in. So for him, I would think that that's probably a, a mental thing. Stuart Skinner, I, for a guy that has 
uh, had to come up from the American League that it wasn't expected. Let's be honest. He's expected to play in the American League this year with a healthy Mike Smith. Um, has come in and, and he's had some good games and, and maybe a few that you know, he'd like to have back, a few goals that he'd like to have back, but he gets the opportunity tonight. So th- does this push his development along in a good way? I, I think it probably does, but you know, you'd like to have him you know, playing games, more games, and, and then next season see if he's ready to, to be at the National Hockey League level for the entire year, which I would think he probably will be. Uh, but you need a healthy Mike Smith for that. So uh, the fact that um, that Stuart Skinner is getting some opportunity at the NHL level at this point is is good, but I think it'd also be good for him to, you know, once Mike Smith comes back, which we hope is sooner than later, that he can get a lot of games in at the American League and have success there and, and push that, that Bakersfield team to have success in the playoffs like he did last year. So tell me this, Cam. Uh, I'm just going to throw this your way. You saw Stuart mm-hmm. Skinner in the Western Hockey League with Lethbridge. And then, obviously, very good with Swift Current when they won the uh, WHL championship. He, you know, he's he's got a chance here to be a pretty good goaltender yes. down the road. Who was the one goalie you saw in the 22 years you spent in Red Deer where you thought, that guy's going to be a stone-cold mortal lock as an NHL goaltender didn't come to fruition for him? Oh, Patrick Bartizak. That would, absolutely. Um, Patrick Bartizak from the Czech Republic, uh, he came in and... Here was a guy that, and you got to understand, coming over from from Europe, his his English was was not very good when he first came to the team. So I I don't know how easy it was for him to come over with all the the lifestyle changes. Yet he came in, and at first you're like, oh boy, this this guy might be pretty good, and then you find out, okay, he's really good, like really really good like a competitor yep. battled worked hard in practice all the he wanted to stop every puck and you know, los angeles took him in the fifth round not not a uh, huge guy you know not the the six four six five guy we're talking like a six foot goaltender but it, at that point the focus wasn't on uh, you know having very tall goaltenders. It, right. it was preferred, but it wasn't as focused as it is now. So I thought uh, he. I thought he was an absolute lock to play in the NHL. Wow. Now uh, he's playing in the K right now. Yeah, and you know it's interesting. Uh, you know he had nine thirty five and nine twenty four save percentages back to back years for you guys. Won thirty three games both seasons. Uh, I mean those are big time numbers in the Western High. Like you usually don't see save percentages that high, even his first year in the AHL for LA. You know, he had a 919 save percentage. Those were pretty good numbers. So that's yeah. that same question in terms of uh, forwards. Doesn't necessarily have to be a Red Deer Rebel, but uh, and, and I no, but but you see those guys a lot more. So I, I, it gives you um, your opinion is, is stronger on those. And and for one that I can think of, and this is going back a little ways now, was uh, was Kyle Wanvig that uh, played on that Memorial Cup. I, li- I liked him. I liked him a yeah, lot. Yeah, me too. You know? Like, he was big. He was strong. He scored. He was he was rough and tough. And, like, his last year, he had over 100 points and over 200 penalty minutes. What what wasn't to like about that? <laughs> you know? And and he did play in the NHL, but he, he didn't play as long as I thought he would I'm going to give you a guy from a different team. Yeah. And you would have seen him a lot. Pavel Brendel. Well... 
That I understood. <laughs> okay, why well, for the listeners that are unaware, Pavel Brendel went fourth overall in the 1999 draft to the New York Rangers after he had a 73-goal, 134-point season with the Calgary Hitmen in his draft year. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's those are big-time numbers. And he had an awesome playoff run with Calgary that year, too, where he had 21 goals and 46 points in 20 games. And he's... Uh, you know, he's. I don't even know what he's doing now. I know he was in the Slovak lead for a while, but this was a guy that he, he got into under 100 NHL games. Why did you? Why were you not surprised that he didn't make it? Well, his talent was obvious. This guy could score. Uh, and and in Red Deer, we got to see him a lot because he played for the Calgary Hitmen, and he played on an incredibly good team. Especially that 98-99 team was. Uh, was a lights out club. So he had a lot around him too, but that's not denying his, his skill level. But the one thing he, he lacked was there wasn't a lot of motivation there. Like you could even see it in games where did he battle hard on a puck? No. Uh, <laughs> occasionally uh, it was, it was kind of hit and miss on, on what type of, of effort was involved. So in in the WHL level, I mean, he's a big, strong guy with incredible talent. Well, he would expose, uh, you know, when you're playing against competition, it wasn't as good. And, and certainly his first year, just about everybody they played with weren't as good as they were. But then when you ratchet it up at the NHL and even at the American League level, it gets a lot harder. You have to have a lot of try, a lot of work, a lot, all these things. If you don't have that work, eventually – that talent gets, you know, it gets nullified. And in his case, that's what happened. And yeah, he, but the, he could score. His ability to score was unprecedented at that time. Like his numbers, he had 73 goals his first year in the league. That's crazy. He did that in 68 games. Like, yeah, he, he could put it in the net. He just, just didn't always look motivated to do it. All right, Cam Moon joining us from the Oilers Radio Network. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. It's currently one nineteen in Edmonton. I want to talk about a player in the here and now uh, that came out of Red Deer's organization, Cam. I love this guy. He's with the Chicago Blackhawks. Brandon Hagel spent some time with White Court in the AJ before he went to Red Deer. He had a 40-goal, 100-point season his last year there. And he's a pretty important player for Chicago that brings him lots of energy. This is a guy who's maybe overachieved a little, hasn't he? Right, and and here's why he and it's the exact opposite of Pavel Brendel is because he works so hard, and so Brandon Hagel goes to the White Court Wolverines. He had played, uh, you know, AAA U18 with Fort Saskatchewan, and was one of the top scorers in Alberta. Uh, of that, you know, there's no surprise there because it's a good. He's got a good skill level for sure. Went and played a few games in White Court. And, and I know the, the Rebels put him on their list and wanted to bring him in. And that was Memorial Cup hosting season. So it was going to be an older team in Red Deer. And brought him in for a couple of practices just to see, you know, it, how he would look. But also if he would be, you know, comfortable in, in staying in Red Deer. Well, after one practice, you're like, we got to get this guy here. Like, he was all over the ice. He, he digs hard into the corners, wins battles. And at that time, at 17, it wasn't very heavy. Like, you know, it wasn't very big. But he just tried so hard. And he has willed himself to the NHL. It's a guy that got drafted after his 17-year-old year. He goes in the sixth round at Buffalo. Uh, 
had an okay 18-year-old year and then maybe not a great 19-year-old year, doesn't get signed by Buffalo, comes back to Red Deer in his 20-year-old season, super motivated to to get himself an NHL contract, which he did halfway through that year. Chicago signed him. And he worked so hard, he just won't be denied. And, and I love to see him having that success that he is having uh, right now at Chicago because there's a guy that has earned it and has, has worked hard for it, and that's going to keep him there. All right, Cam, make the call. What happens tonight? I'm going to put you on Oilers the spot. Win. Oilers, Oilers win. Oilers win 4-2. There you have it. Cam Moon, courtesy of our friends from where, Cam? Bridge, Ford, and Wetaskiwin. They bring it on a daily basis. Thanks a lot, Mooner. Okay, thanks. That's Cam Moon from the Oilers Radio Network. It is currently 122 at Edmonton. We're going to come out, come back with our Oilers Now Prospect Report, which is brought to you every uh, Tuesday and Thursday here on Oilers Now by our friends at Scott Arthur Millwork. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Connor McDavid with 16 goals, 45 points in 27 games this uh, season. Leon Dreisaitl, 23 goals, 45 points in 27 games. Alexander Ovechkin leads the National Hockey League with 46 points in 29 games. Now he's played two more games than Dreisaitl and McDavid, a point ahead of them. Uh, Ovi last year only had 42 points. In 48 games, he's already exceeded last year's. Uh, he's had a great start to the season, no question. Olympic here, he's bringing it. All right, as promised, we're going to get into our Oilers Now Prospect Report, brought to you every Tuesday and Thursday by Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today, and here's Brendan Escott. All right, well, just looking at Team Canada's World Junior schedule as that's coming up right around the corner. The team is in the 48-hour quarantine period, and then pre-tournament action begins this Sunday against Switzerland. That's your first opportunity to see the team as it uh, starts to matriculate together. Canada versus Sweden the following night on Monday, and then uh, it starts... uh, no, Wednesday is their final uh, pre, pre-competition game. So this Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, it's Switzerland, Sweden, and Russia as the opponents. And then things get going for real uh, against the Czech Republic on Boxing Day. You know, you've got your four oil kings to watch, as well as Xavier Borgo. And, uh, well, we'll see if Sebastian Kosa ends up being the starting goaltender, Bob. I know we talked a lot about that here. I was listening yeah. to Craig Button mention that Dylan Garrant may be entering with the, uh, the leg up on that competition. He's been there before, right? Usually that's kind of how it works. Uh, they've got a little bit of that going on. I mean, look, Dave Cameron gets a second chance for an opportunity after melting down as the head coach uh, when Canada blew a 3 nothing lead against the Russians the year Braden Shen had a tremendous tournament a number of years ago. And I never understood that. When you're the adult in the situation, the head coach, you got to be the most composed guy in those scenarios. And um, He just kind of got un- unraveled. And the Be harder on your team when it's going good. But help pick your team up when it's going bad. That's kind of coach and I like to see. Uh, anyhow, Canada will be a prohibitive, uh, you know, certainly going to be a favorite. A game, I don't know, what, I know the first game on the 19th is in Red Deer. 
uh, at the uh, Centrium. So uh, Canada against Switzerland. All right, you already know that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin, but did you know that Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin are 10-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction? What does this mean? It means treating people fairly, fully transparent negotiations, and making sure advertised prices include all accessories, fees, and taxes, with the exception of GST. If those attributes are important to you, phone our friends Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, 1-877-477-3673, or visit BrentRidge.com. Uh, we will do this. We will get to some of your texts a little bit later on. Uh, it's 127 in Edmonton. I was a Scott Arthur Millwork Oilers Now Prospect Report Custom Cabinetry lux- Luxury Closets Exceptional Millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Coming up, our headliner today, Jody Shelley, Columbus Blue Jackets color analyst when we return in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.